Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. I am Dr. Samaria M. Cobra. For those who are here for the first time, I am a licensed therapist with 16 plus years of experience. I'm also a published author. I give you faith-based, published author of 60 books, excuse me. Um, what else? <clears throat> I'm an entrepreneur. I own a private practice called Kingdom Creative Counseling located downtown Greensboro. And I give you faith-based principles to bring about lasting change. Are y'all ready? So last week... Maybe not last week. It was last week. Well, technically it was yesterday. <laughs> I dealt with the lying spirit and I said I set precedent for what we're going to talk about today. And that is dealing with difficult people. How to deal with difficult people. And before I even go here, honey, if you don't have to deal with someone that's difficult, don't. <laughs> but, I mean, don't feel obligated because of uh, family or, or longevity. I've known you so long and we've been in this relationship. Don't, just don't. Just dismiss them from your life. However, unfortunately, there are times where we do have to deal with difficult people, coworkers, uh, you know, folks that you just got to deal with, uh, things of that nature. And so we're going to talk about that. But the reason why I said it is because uh, last week we talked about uh, lying spirits because I want you to understand there's always a hidden agenda uh, for when we're dealing with certain types of people. And uh, it is hard, as I said in the last teaching, to have a real authentic conversation with someone who is who is motivated by their own delusions you understand what i'm saying they're motivated by ill delusions uh impure motives false agendas and things like that and so if you understand that i'm dealing with someone who i cannot have a rational conversation with we're not going to come to a resolve they are going to be difficult for difficult sake it will teach you a level of maturity and uh, how to respond to someone who is just not going to be agreeable right okay so holy spirit we thank you for today give us ears to hear what you are saying uh, I want you to find yourself uh, also looking at why people are difficult. And again, this is also going to help us to understand uh, what's the motive behind pe people being difficult. Now, I did do a teaching. Uh, one of my viewers, I believe it was about a year ago, she asked me to do a teaching on disrespect. How you deal with disrespectful people. Now, this is not going to be the same one. I'm going to post a link to that below. It's going, it's really, really good. And it's going to, this one is is, is good as well. But that one kind of gives you some foundation. I talked about how you deal with disrespect when you have to from family, from friends, not necessarily friends when you're going to deal with friends, but from like in a work environment, things of that nature. And now we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about difficult people. Now, so let's talk about another reason why. So we said someone's uh, following a lying spirit. And when someone is convinced of their own lies, okay, self-deception, you're not going to be able to rationalize. You don't, and I said this because a lot of times Christians are like, well, what's wrong? Or what did I do? Or, and you start going into, uh, to, to personalization and, and self-doubt or what's wrong. And, and, and you, you find yourself being victim to manipulation because uh, you're dealing with someone who has a lying spirit. But another reason why people are difficult is because it is rooted in the spirit of pride, believe it or not. Difficult people are always rooted in the spirit of pride. Okay? So before we talk about how to deal with people, it is important to really know, like, this is what, what a human behavior, well, someone who studies human behavior in the social environment is what we call it, the official term. Uh, if you want to get technical about it. I'm sorry, I'm looking for my scripture. I just realized I didn't write out what scripture, so I'm looking down. But anyway, uh, sometimes what we have to do is discern what is really going on, right? And when someone is difficult, it is what's really going on behind that is the spirit of pride. Okay, it's the spirit of pride. Give me a moment. Come on here. 
There we go. All right. Okay. It's a spirit of pride. Okay. And so pride is within pride. So you can't just be a prideful person, right? You can't just be like, I'm a full of pride with the self-focus. There are things or spirits that come along with pride, aka lying, that also are in conjunction. Like they, they are all there together. If you have pride, you have jealousy. They have what you want. Then you have envy. So jealousy, they have what you want. They are have ill feelings that you have it. Then envy comes, they're gonna have a strategy, okay, to do something about it. Right. So that's different. Okay. Now I'm reminded of uh, a cartoon that I uh, would watch when I was a little kid called Pinky and the Brain. And uh, Pinky was not the smartest character and Brain was the one with all the brains. That's why I call him Brain. And uh, Pinky would get up and say, what are we going to do today, Brain? And then Pinky would say, what we do every day, we're going to take over the world. And so really what happens when you do a difficult person, uh, uh, their strategy uh, is this through pride is to try to take you down from your position of authority. This is why another thing that difficult people do is their argument, they argue, they're argumentative, they're motivated by selfish ambition, they're motivated by gossip and the desire to be worshipped. Okay, that's all pride. But it's really important before you start getting discouraged and upset is what I was saying. You have to know that someone... At the end of the day, no matter how much a prideful person or a difficult person appears to be successful in their uh, in their strategy of being difficult, you know, um, no matter how successful they appear to be, eventually they will be brought down to size. This is one of the things that got Satan kicked out of heaven was pride. If you look at Ezekiel 28, around about the 11th verse. Uh, it talks about how um, it was talking about the king of Tyrus and how the king of Tyrus. Now, some scholars believe that the king of Tyrus was really representing of uh, Satan or the nature of Satan because of how um, how the scripture describes the king of Tyrus. And it says here, I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation, Ezekiel 28, starting at the 11th verse, New Living Translation, it refers to um his rise and his fall okay so that's uh, did i just write it? Uh, okay it says you were the perfect model of perfection full of wisdom and exquisite in beauty verse 11 13 you were in eden the garden of god and this is kind of describes also the nature of how satan or lucifer was when he was in heaven it says you were clothed uh, your clothes were adorned with every precious stone red gardalian pale green parrot, white moon, blue green pearl, ox, uh, onyx green jasper, uh, turquoise and emerald, all beautiful things crafted for you as and set in its finest gold. And there's some, again, scholars that believe it's describing the nature of Satan because, or Lucifer, because when he was in heaven, the Bible talks about how he was adorned with jewels. Okay, and then it says here, this is why we think that the king of Tyre also was, was describing Lucifer when he was in heaven. And it says, I ordained you and anointed you as a mighty angelic guardian. That's Ezekiel 28, 14. I ordained you and anointed you because if you know anything about Satan, he was an angelic being as well. You had access to the holy mountain of God and walked amongst fly, uh, f uh, fire. Uh, you were blameless in all you did from the day you were created. Watch this. He started becoming lifted up in pride until the day evil was found in you. 
So watch what he says. He says, I banished you. Banished means to put away, to throw down, to evict. I banished you in disgrace. Where did he banish him from? I banished you from the mountain of God. I expelled you. What expelled means to evict you, almighty guardian, from your place among the stones. And then it says, verse 17, it's going to make sense. Because your heart was filled with pride because of your own beauty. You corrupted wisdom. Okay, so I'm, I want to go there. Uh, I won't uh, go there anymore. So again, you want to read that Ezekiel uh, 28, 11 through 19. Again, that's a New Living Translation. If you read it from the NIV, it reads, so your heart became proud. And it says, and I quote, so I threw you to the earth. So what happens is when you are dealing with someone who's difficult, remember it's rooted in pride. And no matter how far they seem to be advancing in their difficulty and their strategy that's rooted in pride, you have to just maintain your endurance because they're not going to be in that position for long. Pride demotes people. Humility uh, humility uh, elevates people. And I'm going to talk about signs of someone's process. Give me a minute. So low self-esteem, people who are prideful are also difficult. They have low self-esteem and bullying them and bullying others makes them feel better about themselves. Another reason why people are difficult is they are ha- they're not happy with themselves. And so they project their insecurities onto you. They are miserable and there's trauma rooted in self-protection and self-preservation. So knowing this, that difficult people is rooting in pride. It keeps you, it helps you to take a different approach because you don't want to match energies when you're dealing with a difficult person. You really don't. They have an agenda. You don't. And I've done this. This will work in any situation. I've done this when I work in the corporate workplace, you know, going into particularly in my, when I was in my twenties, here I am fresh out of, uh, fresh out of, um, graduate school and you walk into the room, you got somebody that's showboating and, and, and trying to get next to the, to the uh, supervisor and all they trying to get up. They're trying to use their strategy and be difficult to the new people because they are intimidated by the fact that you are fresh out of college and then uh, and uh, they're just intimidated and, and you're you're messing with their agenda here. And so uh, when someone has this level of difficulty, when you know at the end of the day, as long as I maintain my integrity, I'm going to be elevated. I don't have to play the game that you play. I don't have to go. I don't have to allow you to take me off of my uh, off out of my character so that I can deal with your foolery. You, you, are you with me? Okay. Um, so knowing that difficulty and rooted pride keeps you from a different approach. Okay. Remember this, their success is only temporary. Okay. And again, when someone is lifted up in pride, watch this, God himself will bring you down. So cancel culture does exist. I did a brief teaching, not brief. Te- I did a brief little follow me on Instagram where I talked about how I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I don't think that uh, anybody can cancel someone, no matter how much you don't agree with the person. But however, there are instances in scripture, okay? Uh, where God will cancel you, take you out of position because of your own pride. Okay? Now, for the sake of time, I'm not going to, I'm just going to give you some scripture. I'm not going to read all of that. Because um, uh, I ain't honestly, y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> but I told myself I got to stay focused. So I'm tired today, but I'm going to hurry up and knock it out. And then we'll be back tomorrow. I mean, not maybe not tomorrow, another day uh, for another one. So 1 Samuel 16, 11, uh, God told Samuel, a prophet Samuel, how long wilt thou mourn Saul, seeing that I have rejected him? So what did God do? Reject him. That means reject means to put him out of position. 
Same thing that happened in the beginning, same thing that happened in first uh, Samuel. Uh, uh, Psalm 75, 7 says, but God is a judge. He put it one down and setting one, setting one up. Okay. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. So again, so all this is telling us is that even when people are being difficult, which is rooted in pride and lying spirit, again, you maintain your integrity. Don't go toe-to-toe with these people. At the end, God going to bring them low. Your humility and staying focused and staying person of integrity and godly character, that's going to bring you high. Uh, James 4.10 says, uh, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. So hum- humility is a wonderful response to difficult people, not being a doormat. I'm not telling you that. Just don't, don't play that game. All right. So how do I deal with difficult people? One, you, we would not be a doormat. Okay. But I can still don't, this is what I said. I had people do me dirty. Right. And, um, I remember one time, leave it a couple of years ago. I said, you know what, God, I'm gonna make a different choice. I'm not going to allow the dirt that somebody tried to put on me on my name affect me and my relationship with you i'm not going to allow because what happens when you start getting the anger and bitterness you become the thing that you hate or that hates you i should say because you don't have hate in your heart you'll become like them don't allow bitterness so i say this be forgive be tender-hearted be kind don't match energies i'm not telling you to be a doormat there's always a way to handle things um but don't go there with them forgiveness does not mean reconciling i could forgive you all day long god bless you does not mean we're gonna turn around and be friends okay again regardless of how you feel don't allow what they are doing to cause you to step out of character god got the final say and he gonna he gonna respond, okay? So I said, don't 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 let your anger turn into don't be so angry that turns into not being kind or being hateful. Continue to be tender hearted. Uh, another point is, um, don't fight fire with fire. Ah! You know, I'm so there. I I had had people. Did me dirty, and I just sat there and looked at him. And I know at the end of the day, you are dismissed. I see you for how I see you. I'm not going to try to prove myself to you. I'm not going to fight fire from fire. I said, okay, I'm sorry that you feel that way. God bless you. And I know that you are dismissed from my life, period. Proverbs 15, New King James Version. It says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh words stir up anger. Why well, did the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightfully but the mouth of fools pours foolish uh pours forth foolishness Mm -hmm. be angry and sin not for number three so that means it's okay to be angry but when i tell my kids all the time when i have i don't have as many kids in my case a little i had in the past as far as therapy but i've said them hey anger is a natural emotion but what are we going to do with it? Are we going to let it sit and stay? 
Are we going to be destructive about it? Like we got to let that anger in, out in a healthy way. Uh, Ephesians 4 says, don't let the anger go down on your wrath. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, excuse me. So you can set a, uh, a boundary, but don't allow anger. Even if you're doing like couples or things like that, don't be sitting there. Uh, don't let the have a have a actual boundary. Like, listen, no matter what happens, uh, we got to talk about, we are not going to let the sun go down of us, us, us still being angry. All right. This is one thing God told me. And I, not, I passed this test a few years ago. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had to learn it. I had learned it, Saint. I did. He said, let your words be few. I had to learn this one. I really did. I learned it now, though. I really have. Took me a little bit of time. It really did. Let your words be few. That means that when someone has some accusations against you, don't try to explain yourself for someone. Don't try to explain yourself to someone who is committed to misunderstanding you. That's a mouthful right there. Listen, let me say that again, because that's that'll that's good. We can we can go home on that one. I got a few more points, but we really can. Don't try to explain yourself to someone who is committed to misunderstanding you. Remember what I said about a lying spirit? They are committed to misunderstanding you. Okay? You cannot have peace with someone who doesn't want peace. They're not a peaceable person. Okay. So you can't have peace with somebody and their soul. Come on, come on. Are you all with me? All right now, point number five. So you have to just uh, uh, discern the spirit of intimidation. And sometimes you don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, but don't submit to a spirit of intimidation. I'm reminded of 1 Kings 19 when Jezebel threatens Elijah. And the threat, whenever someone's making a threat against you or a word curse over you, they're trying to intimidate you to bring you into their vice or their control. Intimidation is a spirit that wants to control you. Remember Goliath, uh, okay, who David had to defeat. People that are difficult to deal with more than likely have a root spirit of a Jezebel. They want to use their words to intimidate you. But again, regardless of whether or not that spirit is there, that you don't have to submit to the spirit of intimidation. I'm good with my, I'm real nice, nasty. When I say nice, nasty, you can be going off this wall here. And I'm still not going to say, oh, okay. Well, if you said, I'm like, mm, no, I hear what you're saying. But no, that's still not going to be the, I hear what you're saying. It sounds like to me, I hear that you say that you would like for me to do this. But what I'm responding to, what I'm saying is that's not going to happen. I stand flat footed, honey. Have a big old smile on my face. Stay real calm. I ain't going to I learned that, honey. I learned that one. Mm -mm. It's too grown for all that foolishness. I'm like, oh, okay. I hear what you're saying. It sounds like to me you're very upset about this, but my answer is still no. <laughs> Let me tell you, you put burning coals under somebody. You just say, you just don't go there. I, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is that uh, you're upset because you want me to do this. I've heard what you said and my resolve is still no. Okay, okay. Remember, all arguments with people, which is another form of difficulty, have an agenda. Nobody argues because they're trying to. All argumentative people have an agenda. Let's read them. This is what we're going to read this chapter. We're going to read this from, from the ESV. We're almost done, y'all. 
And it says, because I read this about a few times, okay? But I, I love the scripture. James 4, 1 through 3, easy read translation. Uh, Bible gateways, where I get these different translations from. So you don't have to find, get like a whole bunch of Bibles uh, with different translations. Just go to Bible gateway and then, uh, and then you know, anyway. You know, anyway, Bible gateway, all right? It says, do you know where fights and arguments come from? Where do they come from, James? They come from selfish desires that make war within you. That's why people are difficult. They have selfish desires. Watch this person number two. You want things, but you don't get them. Watch this. They want, they gotta have a temper tantrum. You know, temper tantrum. You got that. Is. You want things, but you don't get them. So you kill and are jealous of others. Remember that word. I said pride, jealousy, envy, it all together. Someone's argumentative to you is more than likely jealous of you, but you still cannot get what you want. So you argue and fight. You don't get what you want because you don't ask God or, okay, so that you trying to get it from people, but only God can provide you with what you're looking for, but you still don't get it. Or when you ask, you don't receive anything because the reason you ask is wrong. You only want it for your own pleasure. Again, back to private and imperial motives. This is why people, this is why people are difficult. Uh-uh. Like I said, don't match energy. They, are, they have an agenda. You don't have to submit to it. Watch this. You people are not faithful to God. You should know that loving the world has, loving what the world has is hating God. So anyone who wants to be friends with the evil world becomes an enemy of God. So they're enemy of God. Why, why, why are we upset when they're enemy of us? Because you're my, you're my best friend. We've been best friends for years. But if they're an enemy of God, honey, and you got God in you, they're going to be an enemy to you. If that's like... That's like saying, um, you, you don't like my, you say you like me, but you don't like my father. And I look just like him. I look just like, I reflect the nature of my father, God. You don't like him, but you want to hang out with me? You want to argue. <laughs> I ain't arguing with you. <laughs> What's that forever plow? I want money. <laughs> he was like, the the moral of the song is, I'm too motivated. I'm too focused. I got too much going on. I have goals. I ain't got time to argue with your foolishness. You are difficult because you don't like yourself. So you're going to be difficult by yourself. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. A difficult person is always rooted in a demonic agenda. And you have to discern what that agenda is. And just don't deal with difficult people, okay? You can't have a resolution with someone who doesn't believe they are wrong. I heard a pastor say this some years ago. And he said, you can't, like, sometimes you really do want to have a genuine uh, conversation with someone. Like, you really want to just get to the root. Let's deal with it um, so that we can move forward. We can just move forward. But again, I got to say this again, you cannot have a resolution with someone who doesn't believe they are wrong. In relationships, friendships, co-workerships, you're going to find times where you're just wrong. You make a mistake. Like, this is life. You know what I mean? Like, this is life. You, 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 and it's, I, you know, I know somebody like this in my life and I don't know them no more because, you know, <laughs> you know, you had to dismiss folk, right? And truth to story it is always somebody else's fault 
we can have receipts on you. We got you on camera. Like, yo, you did this. It is always somebody else's fault. Let the, these are the type of people that don't have long standing or lasting relationships because it's oh they are draining to your emotions. Don't deal with these types of people. Now I'm good in the workplace. Are you difficult? And uh, 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 if I have to work with you, I'm a high and buy it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. But I know at the end of the day, we we ain't cool like that. I don't like you. You don't like me. We're going to get here. We're going to boss out for the sake of the company. But I'm not going to go with your antics. I don't play the office politics. You understand what I'm saying? You do your thing. And I'm going to speak to you as a cordial person. But I don't. Mm -mm. And those who y'all who run uh, organizations and, 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 and really large organizations, uh, you cannot elevate someone who's difficult to a position of authority in your life or in your business. Y'all are tripping. Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, all right, let's keep moving. So <laughs> last thing is that, again, just learn to walk away. You're not going to be able to win. You're going to win in God's eyes because God is going to demote them. He's going to promote you. But just learn to walk away. Okay, learn to walk away. And learn to protect your peace at all costs. I'm Dr. Samaria. I'm covered. Next week, I, I, I believe we're going to talk about um, respect. I believe. I talked about how to deal with disrespect in a, in a, link, in a previous teaching. I talked about a lying spirit uh, in the previous one. And then today it was difficult people. But I think I may talk about respect. I also wrote a book. Uh, maybe 13, 14 years ago called The Honor That Honor Releases. And we'll talk about how to get elevated through the vein of respect. And it's really important because relationships are founded on the, the foundation of respect. Actually, not love. It's actually first respect, believe it or not. Uh, and so the reason why organizations fall, the reason why there's no not a culture of honor within organization, the reasons why uh, 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 whole businesses and, and 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 this is this 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 back and forth uh, in the world is on the vein of disrespect. But uh, I talked about that a lot in that in that teaching. But I want to teach you how to be respectful, and it has to come through a posture of your own heart. All right, so uh, Uh, You can re request speaking engagements. I will not answer any speaking engagement. I do not DM folks for any reason. Uh, however, if you are, um, uh, but so you have to go to my website and there's a tab that says contact me. That's the only reason way you can, uh, schedule me for speaking engagements. Okay. All right. What about my training training Christian leaders.com? That's the link my website. And then if you are a North Carolina resident, okay. Do not DM me either. You must go to the website. If you want to do therapy at www.kingdomcreativecounselor.com, you click the let the, the tab that says schedule my appointment. And if you uh, are existing client, you can reschedule it there, but you have to go to the website at www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. You will be surprised that people just do not follow instructions. Like you literally scheduled your first session we met. Okay. And I explained to you at the session, when you want to reschedule, go back to the website. You know what people do? Um, how do I reschedule? All right, y'all. We'll be back another day, another time, another banger. Bye.